a new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. This week, I want to talk about doubt and the mental pressure that it creates in our brain, um, as well as what happens when we actually internalize it and turn it into self-doubt. So let's get started. As with every negatively charged emotion, right? We as humans, we humans believe that it's bad or wrong to have these emotions, to allow them to like maybe even allow ourselves to be um, aroused by them, right? We think that we have to hide, repress, um, cover up, whatever, and just like get rid of the negative, what we perceive as a negative emotion, right? Like anger and fear and frustration and doubt and all of those type of emotions that are um, extremely low vibrational frequency, right? They, when we think of them negatively and we don't use them um, to our advantage, then they uh, actually slow us down, right? Put us in a loop, keep us stuck, whatever you want to call it. And I just want to offer that once again, this is where we've gotten it all wrong, right? Looking at doubt specifically this week, doubt in and of itself is very useful and is a necessary part of humanity, right? It's how we evolve. It brings with it inquiry. Inquiry? I don't know how, if I'm saying that right, but that's how it's coming out. Inquiry, which leads to discovery of the truth. And I would venture to guess that you've heard someone refer to finding our truth, right? Um, I... <laughs> That person very might very well be me, right? Because I know I've often said that um, imposter syndrome is just our inability to believe that our truth is enough, right? But I kind of have a confession to make. 
I don't really know what truth, (laughs) the way that we're saying it. I don't really know what that means for myself, especially, and certainly not for you, right? And if I had to guess, I would say um, neither do the vast majority of the internet gurus who are uh, parroting this concept, right? But that's not important. What is important is how doubt plays a role in your life. And as I mentioned, doubt at its core is a beautiful thing. As children, we're full of doubt, right? We're curious about everything and we allow ourselves to bask in the beauty and the wonder of life. And this doesn't become a problem until we get older and we're no longer satisfied with the raw curiosity, right? There's an immense mental pressure to not only question things, but find definitive answers as well. And we're no longer satisfied with the unknown. We begin to make doubt personal, which causes us to either project it outwardly um, at others or onto others, people, events, circumstances, whatever, right? Cut, um, we become cynical and suspicious of other people and of their motives and of things happening in the world, right? Or we internally collapse doubt, um, turning it inward and making it self-doubt. The paradox is, if we really embrace doubt, we would doubt our own cynicism or self-doubt. However, when we fail to understand and allow doubt to complete the cycle or run its course, right, this is where the mental pressure becomes nearly unbearable and manifests itself in our identities as a sort of cancer or anxiety. We begin to believe that nothing we ever do or say is good enough. Doubt is directly rooted in the comparison game. And by comparison game, I'm not only referring to comparing yourself to others, right? Our social media scrolls um, constantly (laughs) comparing ourselves to someone else's highlight reel. I'm speaking about internal judgment. Whether our 3D 3D selves have any concept of the truth or not, our true conscious knows that the physical reality we currently perceive is not all there is, and it creates an internal battle in our mind as we're called to stretch further into our own possibilities causing our primitive brains to compare our current reality with the vision of what we know we're capable of, thus creating self-doubt. It's our belief that our present reality is real, that it's the truth, when in fact it's only a tiny portion of true reality. When we buy into our physical reality is truth, we make doubt personal. 
and we create a wave of destruction that continuously loops back into itself or onto itself. And again, we will either doubt everything we do or say, believing every move we make is wrong, eventually paralyzing ourselves, right, with our fear, or we turn it into anger and take it out on everyone around us, right, especially those closest to us. And we live in a constant state of suspicion and defensiveness. Now, I wanted to talk openly about doubt this week because I've personally been caught in a loop of self-doubt recently. And I want to share with you how this has played out and how this idea to talk about it this way came to be, right? So I have actually failed to hit a goal a few times in a row this year. And I recognized myself beginning to internalize it, turning it into self-doubt about my ability to ever be able to hit the goal, right? And this has been a, a progression and it illustrates what happens within our brains, and which is actually very similar to the process of creating habits, right? When we repetitively hear things over and over, they create um, a pathway, I guess we can call it, right? But the first time I missed the goal, I was disappointed, of course, right? But I was able to look at it objectively, like, and determine what actions worked, which ones didn't. And I didn't internalize it at all, right? The results or the lack of results, right? Month two, repeated the same goal. Um, I got closer to the goal, but I still didn't hit it, right? So you would logically assume that I would be less likely to internalize this miss since the results were actually better um, than my first attempt, actually like more than double better. However, my brain focused only on the miss and not on the results, right? Forgoing the analysis of what worked and what didn't this time. And as I got closer to the alternative possibility, my comparison game got stronger. So even though I like got so much closer to the goal, my brain went into overdrive comparing current reality that I could see to the possibility that was welling up inside, right? And it was that comparison that strengthened the doubt within me, right? Causing self-doubt. And the key here uh, to note is that I didn't catch this, right? I didn't know it was happening as I reset the goal for the third time. So that all of that mental um, confusion or mental turbulence that was going on at the end of round two, I didn't see. Like I had no um, conscious awareness that it was happening. And in fact, I didn't catch it at all until I was already in freeze mode in month three of attempting to hit the goal, right? 
doubting my ability to ever hit it and questioning my entire um, ability to build a successful coaching business at all, right? I was ready (laughs) to throw in the towel and say, all right, I just clearly, I don't have what it takes, right? That's where I was. And all I could see was the current, was my current physical reality in comparison to the goal that I wanted. And it seemed like the distance was so far. There was no way that I was ever going to bridge that gap, right? And my brain went from failing to hit a goal to being a failure in a very short period of time. So thankfully, my awareness of doubt and its role allowed me to catch these thoughts and turn doubt back onto itself, right? Completing this allows doubt to complete the cycle. When we begin to doubt our doubt, we know we're back on track. It's when we don't doubt the doubt that all of the problems arise, arise, right? And I had to actually doubt my self-doubt, my reality, the one that I could see, in order to pull myself back into the neutral, into a neutral position. But while in the depths of my self-doubt, I was in a massive creative block. Nothing would come out. It had been days, maybe even weeks, I dare say, that I, since I had posted on social media, I, there was nothing in my brain that seemed good enough to put out into the world, right? Nothing would come out due to my constant self-doubt around my ability to provide anything meaningful. And I had I had to become curious again in order to open the creativity back up to question through inquiry how I might attain my desired outcome. And the key to my ability to recognize my patterns, the self-destructive ones, is my self-awareness, right? And I have worked on this for years. And I know when I'm beginning to shut down, to close myself off, to hide. And instead of fighting that process, I actually allow it to take place as I observe that the behaviors that I'm exhibiting while in freeze mode, right? I actually allow it to play out for a day or two, or maybe even up to a week before I step in and apply doubt to my doubt, right? For me, the internalization of doubt sends me into some seemingly opposite direction. And during the these three rounds of missed goals, I was also in a copywriting class, right? Designed to help me hone my marketing copy and get very clear on what I offered the world, right? And I would um, write copy, submit it, it, they would audit it, you know, a professional copywriter would audit it, give me feedback, and we'd go back and forth. I was getting nothing but really good feedback about the copy that I was putting out, 
right? I was getting validation that it was right, if I can air quote right, all the while that this was happening, right? So as (laughs) doubt, inquiry, curiosity turned personal, all I wanted to do was write fiction. I didn't want to write copy. I, as I told you, like I went into freeze mode, nothing would come out even after praise and validation and, you know, getting close to hitting a goal. All of that is when I went into freeze mode, not when you would expect it to happen. Right. And at first I tried to control the desire. I'm like, this will not help me reach my goal in any way right? Writing fiction, like who cares? Nope. I'm not an author. What good would this do me? Right. It makes no, it made no sense in my mind. Right. It was a waste of time, um, a distraction, right. In my brain. But after the initial desire to repress it, I decided to lean into it. I decided to be curious about it. Right. Letting my fingers type away at the keyboard for hours, actually for days, right? Wondering where it would all take me. And I hope you caught the irony there, right? I had to get curious about what the creative writing was about in order to shift out of the internalization of self-doubt, right? I was actually completing the doubt cycle by letting it play out and just observing and watching and wondering what, where is this leading me, right? And the true paradox in all of this is that doubt is the truth. As much as our brain desires a final definitive answer to all its questions, there is no such finish line. And In order for humanity to continue to exist, we must continue to doubt, right? To question and be curious about all of the wonder that surrounds us. Because once we have all the answers to life's questions, life itself will cease. So embrace your doubt with wonder and curiosity, right? Allow yourself to go down the rabbit hole that seems to have no relevance to what you're trying to achieve. Become comfortably uncomfortable with the unknown, but stop doubting yourself. You know the right path for you, even if it's not conscious, and it will reveal itself to you as you explore possibility. So, If you recognize any self-doubt within, and I would guess that you probably do, (laughs) I encourage you to get curious about joining us inside the portal this week, where we are going to dive deeper into how to alchemize doubt and shift ourselves out of our self-doubt freeze zone and into possibility. Are you coming? 
If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at ipp.innerleadership.com.